Happy Mother's Day and a very warm welcome to Christ Church for this service of Holy Communion on the sixth Sunday of Easter. We're so glad that you've joined us here today, uh, again on Mother's Day, and uh, we hope that you enjoy this service that begins with our opening hymn, All Creatures of Our God and King. You'll find those words printed in your bulletin.
Once again, a very warm welcome to Christ Church. Our service of Holy Communion begins now with our Easter opening acclamation. Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. Almighty God, unto whom all hearts are open, all desires known and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of thy Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love thee and worthily magnify thy holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear what our Lord Jesus Christ saith, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Please join me now in singing our Gloria. The words for that are also printed in your bulletin. Lord be with you and with thy spirit. Let us pray. O God, who has prepared for those who love thee such good things as pass man's understanding, pour into our hearts such love towards thee that we, loving thee in all things and above all things, may obtain thy promises, which exceed all that we can desire. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lived and reigneth with thee in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Our service continues now with our readings. 
The first reading is from 1 John. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God, and everyone who loves the parent loves the child. By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and obey his commandments. For the love of God is this, that we obey his commandments. And his commandments are not burdensome, for whatever is born of God conquers the world. And this is the victory that conquers the world, our faith. Who is it that conquers the world but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? This is the one who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ, not with the water only, but with the water and the blood. And the Spirit is the one that testifies, for the Spirit is the truth. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from John. Jesus said to his disciples, As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you, No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer, because the servant does not know what the master is doing, but I have called you friends. Because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my Father. You did not choose me, but I chose you, and I have appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, so that the Father will give you whatever you ask him in my name. I'm giving you these commandments so that you may love one another. The word of the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Happy Mother's Day. It is a great day to be talking about love from our gospel passage Last week, Dave preached about love from 1 John, and this week we've got more love in the lectionary. So as we just read in the Gospel of John, Jesus is preaching about the love that is shared between him and God the Father, the love between him and us, and the love that we share amongst ourselves. And the theme of this passage on love and on chapter 15 as a whole of John's Gospel is to abide, to abide. So first, a commandment. Jesus says, this is my commandment, that you love one another. Now, this might sound familiar. Jesus says earlier in Matthew that all the law and the prophets, all the Hebrew scriptures are summed up in one commandment. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. So we begin with a commandment, and we run up against a problem right away. And that is, of course, that love is not something we can conjure. We know this. If I am trying to love someone, then let's be honest, I have already failed. If I have to try to love someone, then I'm probably more concerned with getting that person to like me than actually showing them love. When we are trying to be loving, we often just say the thing that we think someone wants us to say. 
As I've been thinking about the scripture for the week, I've also been thinking about Bill Murray's character, Phil, in the amazing 1993 film, Groundhog Day. So Phil is in an endless cycle of repeating the same day over and over again. While doing so, he learns new information about Rita, Andy McDowell's character, on each repeating day in order to perfect his date with her and get her to fall in love with him. For example, after learning on one date what her favorite drink is, he orders that same drink before she does on the repeating date, and it's a very weird drink. Or after scoffing at her comment on being a French major on one date, he perfects his response with the most beautiful French accent for the next one, and it is absolutely hilarious. The entire perfect date seems serendipitous, according to Andy McDowell, but meanwhile, Bill Murray has been crafting the perfect date with the information from dozens of dates that she doesn't even know about. Bill Murray here is trying to love. And, of course, it comes across as highly manipulative. So we begin in this passage with a commandment from Jesus that we must love one another. But we have come to the problem of being unable to force love. But thankfully, Jesus doesn't end there with a commandment. He continues in verse 16 with the promise. You did not choose me, but I chose you, and I appointed you to go and bear fruit. Jesus chose us, called us friends, and appointed us to bear fruit of love and call one another friends. The key here is that Jesus is the protagonist of the story of love, not us. That we have been chosen, that we have been loved, is what allows us to love one another. And the kind of love that God has for us is not just love given in order to save face, the love that God has for us, it's not love given in order to seem loving, and it's not given in order to get us to like him. It is simply that God actually cares about us. So when we find ourselves truly loving one another without trying, not just acting like we love them by doing nice things because we know we should, but when we really love someone, it's not because we are trying our hardest. Instead, love is something that happens to us, not because of us. Love overwhelms us so that all we want to do is care about the object of our affection. It is a gift of grace when we are able to see past one another's shortcomings and annoyances and love them for who they actually are and not who we wish they would be. And when Jesus says we ought to love one another as he loved us, remember that that is no small statement. Jesus died for us. But Jesus is describing gospel love in that it is the kind of love that allows us to meet each other where we are, leveling the playing field and causing us to want to lay down our own freedoms for those of someone else. It's the love we are given by Jesus Christ, and it's the love that God creates in us. God being the operative word here. We love because we are loved. And that is not a prescription of how we should try harder to love. That is a description of the reality of what gospel love does to people. 
when we have the security of knowing that we are first loved. That is the real deal kind of love that we are gifted by God. So Jesus opens this passage by telling his followers to abide in his love. I mentioned at the beginning that the theme of Jesus' sermon on love here is the act of abiding. Or rather, I should say the passivity of abiding. Because when I say abide, I'm not talking about any particular spiritual discipline, however wonderful those may be, and they are wonderful. Abiding is a passive verb. When I say abide, I mean being held, the way a branch is suspended above the ground as it connects to the trunk of a tree. When we are held by God, we experience the love of God within us, loving us exactly as we are right now, not as we wish we were. That love doesn't come from us, of course, but from the roots of a tree whose source is endless, the roots of the tree that held the body of Christ who died in love. Lutheran pastor Nadia Boltz-Weber has an amazing line that I love, that when we white-knuckle our way through loving others because we think we should, when we try to bring about the fruits of the Spirit like love, we are just duct-taping fruits onto a dead tree. It's just not the real deal when we're trying to force the fruits of love to come. Instead, we can put down the duct tape and enjoy the feeling of being held like a branch by the God who cares for us. At the end of Groundhog Day, Bill Murray has resigned himself to abiding in love. He is tired. He has given up trying. He says to Andy McDowell, no matter what happens tomorrow or for the rest of my life, I'm happy now. In that moment, the curse is lifted, and they finally fall in love. In abiding in the love that he has, he is finally freed from his endless cycle of trying to control it. Jesus gives a commandment to love one another, and then he fulfills it on the cross, making friends out of enemies and securing for us the abiding presence of God. There is nothing special that we do to conjure God to abide with us. God is here. There is no life without God. Because of Jesus, you are abiding in God with every breath. Whether you are loving or trying and failing to love the people in your life, what matters most is that you and they are loved by God. So in whatever joy or pain this day might bring, you are being held like a branch on a tree by the God who loves you fully as you are today. Amen. Please join me now as we respond to this gospel message of God's love for each and every one of us with the words of the Nicene Creed, which you'll find printed in your bulletin.
We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Our service continues now with the prayers of the people. For the parish prayers, respond to the words, Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Let us pray for the church and for the world. Grant, Almighty God, that all who confess your name may be united in your truth, live together in your love, and reveal your glory in the world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Guide the people of this land and of all the nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Give us all a reverence for the earth as your own creation, that we may use its resources rightly in the service of others, and to your honor and glory. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Bless all whose lives are closely linked with ours and grant that we may serve Christ in them and love one another as he loves us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles and bring them the joy of your salvation. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We commend to your mercy all those who have died, that your will for them may be fulfilled, and we pray that we may share with all your saints in your eternal kingdom. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our prayer. 
Please join me now as we humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God using the form found in your bulletin. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against thee in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved thee with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of thy Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us that we may delight in thy will and walk in thy ways to the glory of thy name. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who of his great mercy hath promised forgiveness of sins to all those who with hearty repentance and true faith turn unto him, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and bring you to everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear the word of God to all who truly turn to him. Come unto me, all ye that travail and are heavy laden, and I will refresh you. The peace of the Lord be always with you, and also with you. Once again, happy Mother's Day. We're so glad that you're here to join us uh, virtually uh, to worship on this, uh, the sixth Sunday after Easter. Wishing you blessings, you and yours, on uh, your Mother's Day weekend. And we do invite you, if you are here in Charlottesville or locally, the next uh, couple of weeks, we're going to continue to have our outdoor worship service at the garage right here downtown at Christ Church. And um, it's, we've been blessed with beautiful weather recently, and I really encourage you to experience this with us uh, these next few Sundays. Uh, but this upcoming May 23rd on Pentecost Sunday, we will be back here worshiping in the sanctuary. We'll have a service at 9 o'clock and uh, 11 o'clock, 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. And there'll be information on our website about signing up for those services. We'll be uh, socially distanced and with limited capacity. So please look into um, that information on the website. And we really look forward to worshiping with you here in the sanctuary. And one last announcement is that you may have, uh, in many of the videos over the past year, have seen uh, our fellows, our Christchurch fellows, uh, Lizzie Gervin, Ashley Gitchell, and Ellie McLean, reading and saying the prayers and serving us in these videos. And this is their last official video as a Christchurch fellow. So um, I just want to say thank you to them. And if you have an opportunity to see them, thank them yourself. And if you'd like to hear more about the Christchurch Fellows Program, feel free to contact us um, at the office or contact me. Uh, so glad that you're here to worship with us. Now walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself an offering and a sacrifice to God. Come
Our service of Holy Communion now continues with the words of the great thanksgiving. The Lord be with you and with thy spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up unto the Lord. Let us give thanks unto our Lord God. It is meet and right so to do. It is very meet, right, and our bounden duty that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to thee, O Lord, Holy Father, Almighty, everlasting God. But chiefly are we bound to praise thee for the glorious resurrection of thy Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. For he is the very Paschal Lamb who was sacrificed for us and hath taken away the sin of the world, who by his death hath destroyed death, and by his rising to life again hath won for us everlasting life. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify thy glorious name, evermore praising thee and saying, glory be to thee, almighty God, our heavenly Father, for that thou of thy tender mercy didst give thine only Son, Jesus Christ, to suffer death upon the cross for our redemption, who made thereby as one oblation of himself once offered a full, perfect, and sufficient sacrifice, oblation and satisfaction for the sins of the whole world, and it institute, and in his holy gospel command us to continue a perpetual memory of that his precious death and sacrifice until his coming again. For the night in which he was betrayed, he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he brake it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, after supper, he took the cup. When he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of this, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you and for many for the remission of sins. Do this as oft as ye shall drink it in remembrance of me. Wherefore, O Lord and Heavenly Father, according to the institution of thy dearly beloved Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, we thy humble servants do celebrate and make here before thy divine majesty with these holy gifts which we now offer unto thee, the memorial thy Son hath commanded us to make, having in remembrance his blessed passion and precious death, his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension, rendering unto thee most hearty thanks for the innumerable benefits procured unto us by the same. And we most humbly beseech thee, O merciful Father, to hear us, and of thy almighty goodness vouchsafe to bless and sanctify with thy word and Holy Spirit, 
these thy gifts and creatures of bread and wine, that we, receiving them according to thy Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, holy institution, in remembrance of his death and passion, may be partakers of his most blessed body and blood. And we earnestly desire thy fatherly goodness, mercifully to accept this, our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving, most humbly beseeching thee to grant that by the merits and death of thy Son, Jesus Christ, and through faith in his blood, we and all thy whole church may obtain remission of our sins and all other benefits of his passion. And here we offer and present unto thee, O Lord, ourselves, our souls and bodies, to be a reasonable, holy, and living sacrifice unto thee, humbly beseeching thee that we and all others who shall be partakers of this holy communion may worthily receive the most precious body and blood of thy Son, Jesus Christ, be filled with thy grace and heavenly benediction, and made one body with him, that he may dwell in us, and we in him. And although we are unworthy through our manifold sins to offer unto thee any sacrifice, yet we beseech thee to accept this, our bounden duty and service, not weighing our merits, but pardoning our offenses through Jesus Christ our Lord, by whom and with whom in the unity of the Holy Ghost all honor and glory be unto thee, O Father Almighty, world without end. Amen. And as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Alleluia. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Alleluia. Please join me as we pray our prayer of humble access. We do not presume to come to this thy table, O merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in thy manifold and great mercies. We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under thy table, but thou art the same Lord, whose property is always to have mercy. Grant us, therefore, gracious Lord, 
so to eat the flesh of thy dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that we may evermore dwell in him, and he in us. Amen. The gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. The body of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that was broken for thee. The blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that was shed for thee. Now please join me as we pray our post-communion prayer. Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, we most heartily thank Thee for that Thou dost feed us in these holy mysteries with the spiritual food of the most precious body and blood of Thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and dost assure us thereby of Thy favor and goodness towards us, and that we are very members in corporate in the mystical body of thy Son, the blessed company of all faithful people, and are also heirs through hope of thy everlasting kingdom. And we humbly beseech thee, O Heavenly Father, so to assist us with thy grace, that we may continue in that holy fellowship and do all such good works as thou hast prepared for us to walk in. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you now and remain with you always. Amen. Now please join me and all of us in saying or singing our closing hymn, Ubi Caritas, and you'll find the words to that printed in your bulletin. Once again, we're so glad that you joined us to worship here on Mother's Day, and we hope to see you soon. Now, go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. We'll see you soon for church. God bless.